One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's a nice day to start again, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus Beller and Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Luke Moore's here. All right. And Pete Donaldson's here. Xbox. Oh, let's go. Welcome to the Football Ramble, everybody. It's lovely. It's just lovely having you with us. What a lovely time to be alive. (laughs) Well, my lovelies. Um, Did you see, of course you did, because we talked about it on one of the previous Football Rambles, that inflatables were banned at Barnet when Grimsby Town came to town. Mm. Mm. Um, They brought along a a mariachi band, as of course we talked about um, before. What would you bring along instead of inflatables if you were given the choice, if you were in the Grimsby end for that game? Jim? Uh, well, you know, obviously I like the logical leap they've made. Makes a lot of sense. Um, <laughs> they also moved on to, I noticed all the Grimsby fans who I saw on Twitter had hashtag um, Operation Mariachi, I think, or something like that, and, mm-hmm. and had, the, had the Mexican flag in their emoji <laughs> in their tweets. It's brilliant, it's brilliant <laughs> yeah. work, it really is. I, mean, I don't um, know why it's happening, but it's but that, that, Such is the glory of it. And for yeah. that same reason, um, I would just sort of spread the rule among the fan base. Fan base. Everyone brings a clown. It can just be you, mate. Most but dressed in a clown garb. He or she garb. has to be dressed as a clown garb. That's sinister. So every other person's a clown. Ideally, complete silence for like the first ten That'd minutes. That would be terrifying. You're bound to have some players on the opposition team who are frightened of clowns. Yeah. And if they're not, that's terrifying anyway. That would work well for a, uh, a little uh, stunt uh, for the new It movie. Stephen yeah, King's quite. It, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, and the big moniker of that was uh, the big red balloon, though, wasn't it? So yes, wouldn't it was. That. You wouldn't be allowed that oh, in the stadium. It, Unless you have a red ball. It's an inflatable. It's yeah. an inflatable. Yeah. I mean, technically, yeah. the ball is an inflatable, isn't it? Oh, uh, yeah. It's a bit bloody rich, isn't it? When the whole game is based around an inflatable item. Yeah, it's yeah. ironic. That. Mm. <laughs> it, no, is, it? it is rich, isn't it? <laughs> uh, Luke? Um, I went for a slightly different flavour. Oh, yeah. Um, I went down the route of piñatas. Yeah, oh, so, the Mexican thing. Yeah, what I would do, yeah, quite, quite. I would, I'd probably um, get up in the upper tier, mm. and get everyone to in the upper tier to get pinatas, mm. hang them over the lower tier, mm. so the lower tier fans could hit 
for pinatas <laughs> and this stuff could come down yeah. and I think the great thing about that is it's adaptable and usable in lots of different um, stadiums around the country the pinatas are the thing that the kids hit yeah basically yeah. It's, it's, it's a Mexican traditional thing where you, you, you it's like maybe a papier-mâché base and you mm. stuff it full of sweets and stuff like that and kids can hit them on, um, on and, and they're in different spe- they're in different shapes usually it's like a colourful blue donkey yeah, yeah. Uh, but I've seen uh, there's an adorable clip of a little boy uh, going to hit a big Spider-Man pinata but he doesn't he just puts the stick down and gives the Spider-Man a big oh, oh, see? which is lovely but there'll be none of that in mind <laughs> you have to hit them and at some games like you'd get like Haribo's would come down yeah. um, if you went to somewhere where they're good at doing pies like up in up in Lancashire or whatever you get a pie out of it what, like uh, hot gravy hot it, yeah. that's hot gravy that's grenades Luke. Idea. I thought at Arsenal they could have um, those little singular Marks and Spencer's glasses of wine that you peel the lid off so yeah pinatas why not yeah. at Grimsby they'd probably have a bit of fish for their dinner yeah they probably imagine have that a, a pinata full of fish. Yeah, <laughs> a, a Harry had it raining down on you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, I, I think that's. I think you know what? There's worse things to have come out of a pinata than a nice bit of fish for your dinner. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say, keep with the Mexican tradition, you're going to have a big fence in front of big the wall. Yeah. 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 Build a wall. Build a wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, uh, Peter. We just had Luke. Sorry, Peter. Yeah, sorry. Um, I'd taken the actual things that the inflatables are meant to represent. You know, like the popular inflatable items you get, like a palm tree. Mm. Yeah. I'd take a palm. Big, in, banana. big banana, or a big actual banana, <laughs> yeah. a, dead, a, dead, a dead flamingo, or a big a dead shark. Yeah, yeah, a red Stratocaster. <laughs> <laughs> now you're talking. A big meaty pink willy. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine bring, that. Or just bring your own. Yeah, mate. He, always, <laughs> he, always <laughs> tra- he always travels around them. Don't worry about that. <laughs> or, or like make one out of like um, loads and loads of compacted chicken breasts. Into one of those bits. You know, like you oh see them on Hindus. That's, that's, that's disgusting. <laughs> that is disgusting. That might, be the, that might be the worst thing that's ever been said on this show. Also, and that is big, also chicken, chicken breasts are expensive. Use thighs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry for the live show, innit? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why does the whole thing stink? Come to the live show, people be dishing out raw chicken thighs. <laughs> Shaped into a penis. Yeah. Get get a slice. There we go. Fashion your thighs into a penis. <laughs> uh, I just bring your dogs. Okay. Bring your that. dogs. Well, got some Jim, chicken for them. Jim's <laughs> mentioned that loads of times before. That's Jim's yeah. thing. That's, it's not Jim's thing. I Jim's think, never owned a dog. I think an MLS team might have done that this season. Because I know it's quite in baseball that actually happens, like bring your dog to the park day. So yeah, I think right. it might have happened in MLS as well. That's yeah. asking for an invasion, all be in, isn't it? Endorsed. They'll all be yeah. chasing the baseball. That's fine. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> not if they're kept in, uh, in their. Pens. Well, I don't the, know. the, the important can, thing is not to, the confu- not to confuse the two because if you do, people are going to start hitting dogs thinking they're my pinatas. Yeah, we don't yeah, want yeah. that to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've hit, 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 hit this pinata to death and nothing's <laughs> come out. <laughs> Loads of chicken penises are coming out of it. What's going on? Uh, I think Pete's got the points. I like Yay. that. Yeah. Do they do inflatable axes? <laughs> ah, <there laughs> Probably. Maybe go. an inflatable Sean Wright Phillips. Yeah. <laughs> if that Spurs steward was there, you'd get in, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> It'd be fine. <laughs> oh, talking of Tottenham Hotspur, <laughs> Jimothy, mm. there's no doubt which team is the best side in North London at the moment, eh? There hasn't been a doubt be. for a while. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's, uh, I mean, I know we do a pretty good line in fairly old news on this show, yeah. Yeah. but that is quite old. Spurs will finish higher um, than Arsenal for the first time in the league since the Romans mm. <laughs> uh, got, yeah well you, to be fair you just you have that's to not the Abramovich's <laughs> no quite yeah. although it would be as well uh, true um, but you, you just got to hold your hands up to them because you know it's not like they've done it with a, a big sort of like sugar daddy coming in and they've they've signed the young players they've bought well they've developed their own academy players you just you know Jim, Arsenal had their own way for a long time you should present Arsenal, Arsenal fan TV yeah. Yeah. you're the most blessed I would, I would be on fire saying that Spurs played well didn't they well it was just no but to be fair Harry Kane's actually come through the ranks you've got to give Credit, <laughs> but that has to be said first because you know it's that's it, as I say we've had our own way a long time and the you know the 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 shambles the club is in is sort of being sort of mirrored by um, the success Spurs are having and you know the, the two teams they are very close rivals have been for for a long time and I've often said that you know both well usually up to now both motivate the other um, but but Arsenal just fallen away so much this season and. It's it's just, it's terrible. The situation at the club is terrible. So if if they can look at Spurs, be angry about it, rebuild, and use that as motivation to be better, because what we've seen so far is just not good enough, then great. Yeah. I, I was really disappointed. Um, just as a neutral watching the game, I enjoyed the game, and I thought, as you touched on, Marcus Spurs were by, by far the better side. All the stuff we usually say about them—they've won so many league games in a row now—and you know what you expect when you watch a Spurs team, and 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 we got exactly that. Blah, 
further away. I was just so disappointed with Arsenal's attitude, really. Oh, I yeah. Mean, I, 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 you know, it didn't feel like a North London derby. No, it did, did it? It's very placid. Especially yeah. off the back of that really important win, the semi-final of the FA Cup Absolutely, as well. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, that was the blueprint for it, wasn't it? They played a back three as well. And like, I think the, the penalty's a great example of, of how clumsy Arsenal have been this season. That's the ninth penalty we've given away. I think only Hull have, have, have given away more. And that's mm. put yourself at such a major disadvantage when you make team, sloppy mistakes like that. And for a team who have so much of the ball as well. Like, that's, I, mean, I, know, I, I mean, the penalty thing, I mean, I, I didn't know we were going to come on to that quite so soon, but I'm happy to do so because I, I was surprised when people said uh, there was a bit of a question mark around that. I mean, yeah, Alan Smith in particular was driving that narrative. That was I mean, one, Harry Kane knew exactly what he was doing. Two, um, Gabriel was very, very clumsy. Three, it's a penalty all day yeah. long. Yeah. There's no, there's no debate about that. If, 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 the, if the forward knows what he's doing, that's good forward play. I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's a definite penalty. It's very different from the Leroy Sané one as well, which has been. Well, that was an absolute disgrace. Yeah, he bought that. Completely. That was a disgrace. That's an amazing. If you're going to cheat a penalty, that's that's how you do it. I was, I was so sad to see that. Yeah, I, 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 I don't, really I don't bracket that in the same way as Kane at all. But you know, the, Arsenal are, are, are utterly incapable of consistently raising their game against the better side. I mean, the only they've done it twice this season. They've done it once in that, in that, in that semi-final. They did it once against Chelsea in about September time. But Chelsea hadn't hit form then. Quite. Yeah. Ever since then, they, they have just been so disappointing and just rolling over um, sort of predictably every time they play someone good. And they, the thing about um, the, the game against Spurs... They didn't even really sort of kick anyone around. They didn't even sort of lose their temper or get petulant. Right? Well, was, well, well, that was kind of Aaron Ramsey did. What was so it, good about their the that was so good, so good about their last performance, Arsenal, wasn't it? But they looked a bit angrier. They looked a bit yeah. nastier. And you, and you sort of said you were quite pleased with that. But this but time they, they, they just, lose it so quickly. I remember it was a good few seasons ago now. But there's another time we beat Chelsea at the Emirates. I think it might have been three 0 then as well. And we pressed them really hard, got into them, and it's, it's, this pattern has happened before. Arsenal having these big performances, and then it's going. That's it. That's how you do it. That's the blueprint, and it falls away again. And, and like, Arsenal, so many players they just don't turn up enough like Mesut Ozil played like a lost child in a supermarket at the yeah, he, he need is, more from, from really bigger players if, if you look at him last season well, nine, I mean people were getting on his back unfairly last season when they were getting on his back I mean 19 assists last season the overall he had a, he had a good season mm. this season Six, what is it, six assists, something like that? He's looked mm. dreadful and, in big games. And Arsenal had so many let-offs in the first half. Ericsson yeah, hit the yeah. bar, they did, Ali missed like a point-blank header. Ali, Ali bottled that header. I yeah. thought that might yeah. be Spurs, like their sort of slight inferiority complex they've had in the past well, coming to the fore, but no. I was going to say, the one thing I'd be so pleased about, and the most pleasing thing for me if I was a Spurs fan mm. would be that Spurs approached that game exactly the same way they approach every game. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't get drawn into it, yep. didn't worry about the psychological potential effects of it because mm-hmm. it's a derby. No, this is what we do, this is what we're going to do, get out of our way because we're steamrolling you yeah. anyway and Arsenal had no answer to well, that. The, yeah. the one thing I really didn't like from Spurs was bringing on um, Sissoko because that's just, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> just taking the piss. Hey, yeah, just yeah, taking go. the piss. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to think that's why they signed him. They looked yeah. at the fixture list. <laughs> Two 0 even Sissoko <laughs> played. Imagine, imagine if they, if they had, uh, imagine if they lined up four five one to Sissoko leading the right. <laughs> Starting with Sissoko, and then second it, half Sissoko in goal. And then in the, in the post match, <laughs> in the post match, all he wants to talk about is Sissoko. Yeah. Right. He's love, been brilliant oh, today. I love it if, if Arsenal lined up and then Spurs, Spurs players came out slightly mm. later. Arsenal were on the pitch. Everyone walks out. Sissoko walks out. Captain's armband. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, Pochettino. He's probably thinking it's a North London derby. I, I don't know what the uh, uh, viewership is like uh, around the rest of the continent. Maybe uh, people in other countries are interested. Shop window. Sure. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe they're not. I don't know. But he thought to himself, actually, let's bring him on. Yeah. I'll tell him, look, mate, you know as well as I do that we both don't want you here. You can get a move to some silly club like Real Madrid who sign the odd funny player every now yeah. and then. Run <laughs> up and down that wiggers. You can be the next Gravison. Do you want to be the next Julian Faubert? Yeah. Well, that Dubai all got a move there, yeah. didn't he? That yeah. could, could work. I know. Yeah. But I think the frustrating thing for, for Arsenal fans, Jim, is you say is Arsenal can dig in every now and then. Yeah. They can Why don't press you do well it every single time. Every now and then. Do it against teams that you you know, do it against teams that you know you would normally expect to beat and you'll beat them by twice as many. Just I, where's the urgency? I mean, it's I, and, and the other the other side of it, uh, which not a lot was mentioned of Spurs have had, had only beat Arsenal, beaten Arsenal once in their last nine games. Yeah, so there are a record, lot of draws in there that Spurs should have won. Hasn't been as, as as good against Arsenal, so it's good that they they, they yeah. beat them fairly fairly handily this it's, time. It's like watching a ghost of, of Wenger's, you know, best teams of his style. It just doesn't. It just there's no kind well, a t- of a team is, there. A team at the top level is a reflection of the manager. Mm. It's as simple as that. And and, and Wenger is a, is a shadow of his former self. Mm. So it makes sense that his team is a shadow of his right. former self. Yeah. yeah. And Pochettino, like like I said, when when Chelsea beat them four two, he looked gutted because it was a case of, um, you know, you sort of so near, and yet they they ended the game. 
uh, as if Chelsea had beat them quite handsomely, which yeah. of course didn't mm. tell the story. <clears throat> excuse me, of that particular fixture. This time round, he was he must have been purring, thinking yeah. that's the one, that's well, the one, because he wants to make that team into a side that can go to the latter stages of the Champions League. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the goal. It's not it's not a case of you yeah, we're better than Arsenal. Yeah. That, the mm. way they played the game, the way they approached it was, well, yeah, we're better than Arsenal. Well, of course we are. Mm. You know, I, big I, deal. I, I said that. I said that. Yeah, when, no, when, uh, how they approached right, the game, right? Yeah, and, and and they should have won by more. Well, yeah, yeah were it not for Petr Cech, he he made a lot of great saves. He made two really good saves, like I can think of, and he probably made a couple more. Ericsson hit the bar, as Pete was saying. Ali, Ali, um, I think you know he's fairly early in the game, but he could have put his head through that. Easy for me to say. Sat on the sofa eating crisps, but yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, he took his goal really well. And, and 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 the way he took his goal was indicative of the difference between the two sides because he was so react- he just reacted so quickly. He mm. wanted it so much more, and that's a bit of a cliche. Who wants it more? But he was straight in there. Um, I can't remember. Was it Oxley Chamberlain? Story all day. Yeah. Oxley Chamberlain could have swung a leg at that, couldn't he? Probably well, he did swing. swing the correct leg at it. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> it never ceases to amaze me that. When you, uh, fair enough, he's predominantly right-footed. Swing your left. Yeah. Worst it will go is over the bar, you can see the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maddening. Pete, you're a man who's on the post at corners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Pete's more of an under Herrera. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always proudly stand there. I'll cover that area. No, I won't. No! <laughs> I never, I never back, when I used to play uh, on Sundays, I never used to trust a man who goes straight for the post. What, you don't want to mark a man? Yeah. Oh, I'll take the post. I'll take the post. Don't yeah, worry well, about well, it. He's going zone instead of uh, marking. You're not being the help for taking the post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but the, the title's surely over, though, is it not? I, I mean, I've been on record saying that you've got to be in, if you're within six points that you, you, you are Chelsea do enough to dissuade you from well, that? Well, they're running out of games. I mean, the games yeah. that both teams have got, I mean, you know, they've got well, Chelsea have got Borough, Watford and Sunderland left, haven't they? And West Brom away, I think. And Spurs have got um, West Ham United, Harlan, United. Leicester. And they've got United at home, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Um, Sorry, bring the game. The games mean that it probably is going to be. Well, it is very, very tough. And I did say if, if Chelsea get through the Bournemouth and Everton games, they'll they'll be they'll do it, and, and they have done. Borough showing signs of life, though. Yeah. Borough, we'll come, come on to them in a sec. It's also worth mentioning that we will come on to again as well. That United's backline is so threadbare at the moment that you know Spurs might. You know, well, th- th- this was the game. All the United and your Borough talk. Yeah. This was the game with Chelsea away to Everton. You thought, oh, could Everton maybe get a yeah. point or something? And <laughs> Chelsea just knew. You know, Pedro <laughs> just shat on the deadlock, well, yeah, well, didn't he? Yeah, I he mean, did, what he a did. way to break it. He blew, what the, deadlock, a goal. He blew the deadlock out of, yeah. out of space. Mm. But the first, <laughs> first half of the game was, was nip and tuck. I mean, Calvert Lewin had an early sort of half chance, which you'd like him to do better with. Um, the game was pedestrian until then. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking to myself, this could be nil-nil. This could, mm, this could yeah. be a nil-nil game. I was yeah. thinking it would be. But then, but then what happens is Pedro obviously smashes that ball in. They've got such quality, haven't they? Yeah, exactly. That, that's what I mean with Chelsea. It's a tight game and they won it 3-0. And that yeah, sets right, them off. Exactly. That sets them on their way, but the way it, yeah. But the way they ran out winners, I mean, Willian's goal... You know, knocking it around like that and passes it into empty net. I mean, it was it was utterly glorious. Gary Cahill with his eighth goal of the season. Gary what Cahill, a player he's been for yeah. Chelsea. Gary Cahill is an amazing poacher, scoring like those sort of bundled ball yeah, in the back of the net absolutely. kind of stuff from set pieces. It's hilarious. It's funny because John Terry used to do a bit of that. Yeah, as well. of course. Well, yeah. Cahill, Cahill, like no, no, but Terry Terry scored better goals. Terry would be a towering header. Oh, yeah. the occasional Cahill, volley. Yeah, Cahill scored one or two uh, uh, decent headers. Yeah, but uh, but Cahill's goals. I mean, it is sort of Gary Lineker stuff yeah. at well, times. You he, know? He is a bit like Terry in that he just he's so fearless in terms of where he puts his head. Mm. Uh, let's not go too far into that. But, um, <laughs> but um, you know, like the, the goal that he scored the other week where Diego Costa went up to, um, to, to do an overhead kick and Cahill mm. just had his head right in the same space as yeah. Costa's, Costa's foot. Don't even think about it. And, and yeah. they're, they're ahead. You know. I mean, ter- Terry, I know this is not the chat that you have and Terry was a better defender than Cahill yeah. and his dad. I think Terry was a bit more fearless. But yeah, I mean, there's slight similarities there. Um, the thing, the thing that sort of frustrated me about Everton is when I say it was nip and tuck in the first half and, and it could have ended nil-nil, a lot of that was to do with the fact the service being provided to Lukaku was really, really poor. For some, for some reason, getting angry, it, it was almost like Chelsea got under Everton's skin because Everton's home record this year has been fantastic, especially more recently. And it was almost like they were overthinking what they were doing and, and they're attacking midfield players, taking an extra touch, not putting Lukaku when they could have done. Lukaku was getting really frustrated. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he wanted to do well against his former club, a, 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 a team in which he, he essentially failed at and was moved on. Yeah. Um, and I think he would, if he had got the service, it could have been a different story. But it's because Chelsea is so good, they just get under your skin, essentially. What do we, what do we think of Antonio Conte, the way he celebrates and jumps on well, I th- I think this time Courtois' round, back? Yeah, this time round, I, I think he thought, that's it, the league's done. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he looks like. But do you not think, is it, is it a bit over-familiar? 
from I the like manager. It. No, I like it. <laughs> Peter, if you were managing a team, would you jump on their backs? Yeah, they're my team. I'll do what I want. <laughs> I'll pay your bills. <laughs> would, you pick, would you pick yourself, Pete? Say again? Would you, would you pick yourself? I'll give us our five at the end, yeah. yeah. Definitely. You, you would, well, that's what you get now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't, um, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't like winning, though, would you? Say again? You wouldn't like to win. <laughs> no, I wouldn't like to win, no. Uh, I want to be good. I want to drop Pete, like a duck. What, what would you do, Pete, if, I don't know, say there was... Three or four months of the title left and you're 12 points clear. <laughs> <laughs> I would very much like it, yeah. Marcus. As we learnt last week, Ke- Keegan knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> He's no fool, Keegan. Yeah. He's nobody's fool. No. Yeah, exactly, yeah. First the worst, second yeah. the best. <laughs> Not in the Premier League. Oh, dear me. Uh, we're going to talk uh, more about the Premier League after this. Well, Marcus, I think it was a nothing-nothing result. I'm Craig Brown, welcome to the Football Ramble. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. It's time for emails with P.E.D. It is time P- for emails with P.E.D. Oh, speaking of that, I saw oh. on Facebook the oh. other day someone, uh, because your birthday, wasn't it, on Sunday? Yes. So happy. Ha- happy birthday for that. Thanks. Um, but I saw someone on your Facebook page um, refer to you seriously as P.D. Was it someone, oh, did they? Was it really? You, was it, could it have been someone you went to school I with? I presume it was, yeah. I mean, there you I, go. You know, the, there you the go. nickname lives. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> it lives on. A successful <laughs> rebrand yes. from the Donaldson brand. Yeah, like G8. <laughs> <laughs> was that, that was Paul Gascoigne? That was Paul Gascoigne. Yeah, because it? Yeah, yeah. it sounded like great. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah. does it? It's yeah. like great. <laughs> it sounds like gate. Yeah. Yeah. It is gate. Shut the gate <laughs> behind you. <laughs> um, we got an email from Phil from London talking about footballers... Uh, sorry, sorry, people, yeah, footballers tipping, people okay. meeting footballers as well. Uh, basically, I worked at the O2 Arena in London. The job was basically a glorified barman, but it was in the, was in the private boxes of the arena in the O2. Uh, the tennis was on at the O2 all week, and in my box I had none other than Diego Maradona. Oh, wow. Huh. I remember speaking to him, asking him what he wanted to drink, and he wanted a coffee with sweetener. I went off to make the coffee, and it turned out we didn't have any sweetener to go in it. I explained to his fur-wearing lady friend, who was 30 years a junior, and she said, just give him sugar and tell him it's sweetener. Was this, was this in Spanish, do we know? <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, uh, I don't think he speaks English, does yeah, he? But I, is, I that, pre- is that what you're suspicious about, Mark? I might see your brain working. working. <laughs> I proceeded to give him three... O- you know, order a coffee. Jesus, yeah. truly. It is Diego we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I proceeded to give him three or four coffees throughout the afternoon, all with sugar in them, hoping I wasn't going to give him a hypo of some sort. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, he survived and tipped £20. Okay. Oh, right. So he goes on the leaderboard, but he's not at the top, is he? No, 20's decent. Yeah. I, saw, I was uh, at uh, London Victoria Station in central London. Big Sol Campbell strode past. Did he? Did he? Enormous sunglasses. Did he tip you or not? He, d- he gave me a tip. <laughs> yeah, did he? <laughs> he did a slide tackle. And you know those slidey floors? He just went straight out of the station. <laughs> <laughs> Into a taxi. Um, yeah. I bet that might have changed from being slid tackling indoors by Pete Donaldson. Yeah. Um, Still bruised so, so from that. The top, the top, um, the top on the list top is, is Gascoigne with £50. Yeah. Right? Although, did you see some people tweeted us this week saying that, I think his name... I'm I'm not an expert on this. I think his name is Greg Popovich. He's right. an NBA uh, coach. Oh, and yeah. He, and someone screenshotted a picture of his bill, and, and it was an $800 bill, and he tipped $5,000. Jeez. So the final bill was $5,800. Mm. Not so, a footballer. No, it doesn't count. No, I'm just putting it in there for people to step up their game. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Phil also goes up to say that Edge and Charles and Karen Brady were both lovely. Oh, so, okay. that's, so that's what he's got. Uh, Mark I, believe, says, I believe one of those. Mark says, uh, <laughs> Mark says, Hi, gang. With reference to your run-ins with footballers, I once spent a uh, Christmas Eve in Singapore playing beer pong in a kitchen with Man United and England legend Paul Parker. Oh, oh, wow. Playing ping pong with Parker. Wow. Oh, no, beer pong. Uh, competitive as ever, Parker bully proceedings, making constant reference to my diminutive stature and encouraging me to down it. <laughs> uh, the game reached its surreal conclusion when, in reference to Fantasy Football's Phoenix from the Flames uh, episode, where Paul reenacted his favourite ass ricochet in the World Cup semi final, yeah. uh, he proceeded to bend over and invite us to be beer pong's answer to Andres Bremer and uh, fire shots off his backside. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Wow. Wow. Uh, he was a thoroughly lovely chap, and I understand he had a very merry Christmas. Oh, good. <laughs> Christmas Eve in Singapore with Paul Parker. Paul, Paul Parker, people always forget that he set up Gary Lineker's equaliser. There we yeah. go. He did, yeah. can, you, um, can you also name the animal that Bobby Robson compared his tackling skills to? He said he tackles like... A bear. He said he tackles like a ferret. Oh, yeah, I knew it was, I thought it was maybe like a mole or something. Yeah. Yeah. Silly. <laughs> uh, Jack says on the subject t- of t- tipping, my dad gave a lift to Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank back in his Leeds day, uh, days. Uh, the fur came to £29 and Jimmy waited for his £1 chain. Oh, come oh, on, Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> my, dad, my dad has since made it one of his life's mission to, uh, missions to let as many people know about Jimmy's miserliness as possible. You let Please down help all gyms when you do that. <laughs> Please help him spread the gospel. Where's he going in Leeds for £29? I know. <laughs> Just doing like a, right around the ring road a few <laughs> times. 
must have been. Must have been about four in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> must have been New Year's Day. <laughs> uh, James uh, says, uh, after listening to other listener stories about meeting footballers, I was at a uh, popular high street pub chain in a South Coast seaside town. It has a Butlins. Um, South Coast, tra- Bogdan Regis, must have been. That's Do you reckon? I was the one where they used to have ATP. Minehead. Uh, that's uh, Minehead, but that's not on the South Coast. It's the North say. Coast of uh, Oh, Somerset. sorry, I'm thinking of something. Uh, there was a different one, the last year of ATP. Oh, Pontins? Yeah, that's maybe. Camber Sands. Camber Sands. Could have been there, yeah. There you go. That's very close to Bognaries, really. Well, either way, uh, it was he was working a Saturday lunchtime at, at, at an adult weekend, which yeah. I think is one of those like kind of indie weekends. No, or but it depends how you pronounce it. If it's an yeah. adult weekend, that's fine. If it's an adult weekend. <laughs> <laughs> damn right, Marcus, damn yeah. right. Uh, I was suddenly alerted to a man running around the pub with his member out, obviously accosting <laughs> the gentleman. I encouraged him to dress himself again before asking him and his group to move on, to be met by the protestations of none other than Leatherhead's own Jimmy Bullard, who at the time had recently completed a big money move to mo- uh, money move to Hull. Uh, the most memorable part of the whole exchange was Jimmy shouting, he's done nothing wrong, that's not a cock. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the group moved on. So there uh, you go. Where, but the thing is, they're in, a, they're in a sort of seaside park and there's only one pub in it. Where are they moving on to? <laughs> no. Where are they going next? Crazy golf? No. Uh, it's, not, it's not a cock. Couple of tinnies on the beach. <laughs> nice mention for Leatherhead, though. Yeah. yeah. We are like a bit of Leatherhead. Sounds like man. the man did get his <laughs> Leatherhead out. Hey. Uh, yeah. Marcus uh, played for Leatherhead, Pete. He Res- did. Reserves. <laughs> <laughs> Doug. From San Francisco, that's got in touch. Uh, Long time listener, first time emailer. A gentleman from LA wrote a week ago that in an effort to keep all teams giving their all to the end of season, uh, you know, the, the, the oh, back the, end of the season, you know, we, we came up with some sort of weird no, rule. Someone emailed in and you inexplicably read it out. <laughs> uh, it involved someone suggesting. The word is poorly read, read yeah, out. Yeah, that, that as well. Uh, someone suggesting that the 10th place team in the Premier League should be relegated <laughs> to uh, have, a, have a playoff with the 18th place yes. so you can see who gets relegated. Yeah. It was well, nonsense then. It's nonsense now well perhaps the teams that finish 10 to 17 in the table should have a random draw to play a final elimination match against the 18th place team as with any idea from Southern California this is both totally awesome and yet a bit shallow yet it does suggest something fascinating instead of random lottery which undermines the difference between like say 12 and 17th uh, imagine if teams 11 to 17 each ended into a lottery where the number of entries into the lottery is determined by the position in the table for instance if you're 11th in the table you get one entry. If you're 13th, three entries. 15th, five entries. 17th, seven entries. That's a bit better. It's, oh, it's also l- magnus. I'd rather have a video ref. <laughs> and you hit, I hate saying that. Yeah, I hate saying that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, just uh, if you want to get involved, uh, show at thefootballramble.com. Yeah, we need some more tips. Paul Gascoigne, <laughs> top of the tippers, £50. Yeah. Who's second? Uh, Ga- uh, Sven. Sven. Sven at £30. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is more believable. Yeah, although Donaldson's probably dished out a few tips in his time. He's, he's a generous chap. I'm an idiot. Aren't you, Donny? <laughs> I think I think Pete is right on that one. Yeah, oh, you're an idiot as well. They're not, they're not mutually exclusive. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, Sunderland are down. Yes, they are. <laughs> I was surprised when when they said, "Oh, Sunderland are down." I was thinking, yeah. Oh, right, mathematically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah okay, right, okay. Did you see Match of the Day on Saturday? The strangest Match of the Day I think I've ever seen. It started with a nil-nil draw. It had three goals in it. Yeah. Just, and they still didn't but, start with Sunderland getting relegated. But, Surely that's the story. But, mm. and, and also, not only that... Yeah, there was a goal in that game. Yeah, there was a goal in that game. So why <laughs> yeah. start with a nil-nil? That is an absolute par to Sunderland. <laughs> <laughs> You've been relegated. Yeah, you lost 1-0 at home. You've been relegated. You're not even... What's happened there? The only story of the day and you're still not. Uh, just so you know, all the good teams are playing tomorrow. <laughs> you're Still not on match of the day. What happened is the bloke scheduling it just saw the results and said, Oh, Sunderland lost at home to Bournemouth. That must have been a drab affair, blah, 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 whatever. Um, and it was like a third or whatever it was on the on the running order. And someone said, no, You realise that Sunderland, oh, we're on air in an hour. We can't move. Let's not change it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the tapes have already been put um, in. It, I've got something written down here. And I don't know if you guys are going to agree with me or not. Um, this has been coming for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Since August, David. Yeah. Uh, so are they, is it, Sunderland have been in the, in the top flight for 10, ten seasons. Sorry, yes, would you, would, that, that's a big statistic. Would it, would it have been Roy Keane that brought them up? Yeah, yeah that long ago. Yeah, it was. It and and they yeah. finished as high as tenth under Steve Bruce. Um, but they've had nine managers in six years. Yeah, you have to say and, that. And they've refused steadfastly. They've stuck to this. They've refused to play in August and September. <laughs> yeah. So they're only they're only starting in October every season. Yeah. So it's not surprising they're starting off on the on the wrong foot. Well, uh, yeah. And what you've said there, I think Moyes uh, Moyes uh, alluded to massively straight away when he was doing his post-match he said well we all take collective responsibility from top to bottom and I thought I, I mean you probably are right David but uh, that is a bit of a kind of a, well you know I'm not just to blame it no but yeah. I think you missed the first part of what he said yeah because the first thing he said when he came into the press uh, the post-match uh, interview it's not all my fault he just went told you 
<laughs> yeah. Told you in August. Yeah. What happened? He sat down and journalists started handing him money. Yeah. First time he's been. Uh, first time he's been um, relegated as a manager. Yeah. Ever. Well, yeah, because he, right? he was emotionally relegating himself quite early on. They, the he finished very low on the table one no, season with Everton. Not, did Man United not get relegated under? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, yeah, he took like United it. down twice. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> Louis Van Gaal won the playoffs. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that yeah. was yeah. Uh, that was actually their 18th game of the season without a goal. So wow. it's, not, it's not enough, is it? I mean, um, Jim, they are a dreadful, dreadful they, team. They really are. But like when you look back at that insane game where they beat Palace four 0 that was the last time Jermaine Defoe scored. So if you know if yeah. he's if he's not scoring. They've got nothing. He has not. Their only tactic all season was to give the ball to Jermaine Defoe. Mm. When Jermaine Defoe, who will, who will undoubtedly get a move in the summer anyway, even just for a year, he'll definitely get a move. Yeah. He, as, as Jim just touched on, he hasn't been scoring at all, and they've had no answer, nothing to nothing to go on. But at he all. got that England cap, and people, you know, will and take scores. consolation. It just, that just seems that just seems a bit weird now, doesn't it? Yeah. Do you not think? Do you not think after the after the uh, you know all happened? You know, going looking around the squad and the Sunderland players are going. Oh man, you know, like, well, what, what's going to happen? Are you going to stay? And Defoe sitting there going, "Well, look on the bright side, you know, I got an England cap <laughs> yeah, this yeah. season, everybody, so it wasn't <laughs> all bad. There's, was no, it? there's no bright side." <laughs> yeah, him, him, and uh, Pickford will get moves, I expect. Yeah, I would. Maybe one or two others, those, those young midfielders, and in, 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 uh, Diddy Bodgie or someone like that might get a move. Mm. Yeah, it's so just a big shame. It, it, it you, is. You're, you're happy about it, Pete, presumably. I might, yeah, because yeah, that means that's because Newcastle normally lose to Sunderland every yeah. year. <laughs> yeah. Well, who knows what a Rafa uh, derby would be like. True, true. Indeed, yeah. Well, I, uh, not good enough. Not good enough, Sunderland. Actually, did we play them in... I think it was a draw, wasn't it? One all back in last season. You oh, Mitrovic scored. Yeah. yeah. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah he saved the day, yeah. in a way, uh, for a moment. <laughs> um, staying in the northeast, Middlesbrough, a bit unlucky. Yeah. And, and they really... A bit unlucky to... all season. <laughs> 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 they just hate it when you're unlucky for nine months. <laughs> <laughs> they really needed to win to stand any chance of survival. That um, penalty was a sickener, wasn't it? Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah, I mean, you touched on it earlier. Awful... Dis- I mean, Kevin Friend is dreadful. He is dreadful. <laughs> I, I, I maintain he's dreadful and you know, without getting into the weeds of a whole sort of referee debate I mean because the, the decision um, that Andre Mariner made as well was absolutely shocking on the um, the young United forward uh, Marcus Rashford Rashford, yeah. that was a terrible I mean I, I looked at the Mariner thing and, and I thought Andre Mariner I mean, he's 46 years old that was a quick breakaway he's trying to keep up with an 18 or 19 year old sprinting forward it's just unrealistic they just need they just need more referees video refs they, they, no no they need more <laughs> referees and they need to really really make it competitive to be at the top level because mm. Andre Mariner got a decision wrong because he couldn't keep up that Kevin Friend thing he's been dreadful for season upon season would you rather a referee refereed the game via satellite link up than Kevin Friend it'd be quicker yeah. it'd be quicker than Andre Mariner <laughs> yeah. but you know, they just assign it to a viewer at home yeah <laughs> a random viewer yeah and the only thing and the only thing that rules you out no actually no you don't even, if, even if you're a fan of the club you still get picked it's just lucky <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> definite pen do you think, maybe, maybe should that be a thing like refereeing duty should be like do Duty, you get it through. Yeah. yeah. What are you referring? Oh my god! Oh no, 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 no! Yeah. It's like the, it's like the Millwall versus oh, West Ham in the FA Cup. Oh no! <laughs> not, <laughs> not everyone's going to have the fitness, so you get a little golf cart. Yeah. yeah. Are you talking? Segway. I honestly or think a football cart. Segways. Be- golf cart. Segway. All yeah. terrain segway. I, I honestly think having a referee in each half would be better than than, than what we've got at the moment. <laughs> it, I, mean, I, I just think it's. Do you, know, do you remember a number of years ago, Ferguson went post on Alan Wiley? And he, and he said, and he implied, I think, I think I'm right in saying here, he implied that Alan Wiley was booking players just to get a breather. He was, he was <laughs> saying, he said, Alan Wiley um, is, is overweight, he mm. can't keep up, it's, mm. it's a disgrace at the level of football we're at, and he was booking players to get his, catch his breath back. And, and I, I think, I, I don't know this, but I think that that's when they started to look at it and started to improve it and all this sort of stuff and the fitness and everything like that. Um, but to me, that, that decision from, from Cameron Friend, so, so bad, so bad. Um, he should have seen it. He should have been much clearer about it. It killed Middlesbrough that uh, that, that that penalty decision. Um, I, I, I don't think it's why they've been relegated. Or why they're going to mm. be relegated? But I'm just saying it's really frustrating to see. And you could see by the players' reaction how yeah. disappointed they were. I mean, imagine how hard you've worked all week mm. and for that to happen. Yeah, terrible. But, but the way they celebrated after Chambers scored to make it two-one suggested mm. strongly that they thought we got a chance yeah. to, to stay up. Well, it's amazing work from Negredo for that goal as well, it must be said. But yeah, yeah. They, they did look really sort of together and united, didn't they? But like this, you know. Negredo in the shot window is a different player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Negredo against Man City, he's all over the place. He's just Sokoesque. You remember yeah. that? You remember that uh, uh, oh, I don't know if you've experienced this, but if, uh, you know, when you used to play football when you were younger and if someone's like, I don't know, dad or older brother or somebody a bit older was, was really, really good, they'd oh, you know, take a penalty, try and score against me and then run up. They do that thing 
thing where they kick the ball with one foot and then kick it with the other yeah, immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you dive and they'd That's what he did, yeah. He's an absolute master at that. That's what he did, yeah. 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 And, and um, you know, if, know if, if Negredo had applied himself um, in all those other games... I'm not saying they would they would they would stay up. I don't know if that's the case. They'd have had a better chance. Yeah, the, the, what killed him is that is those games. In, so they went through March and April essentially um, until they beat Sunderland. You know, that's a, that's a gimme. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they went through March and April without winning, the, essentially without winning the game. And and I was speaking to um, Graham Lasso last week, week for something else, and he was saying to me when he was relegating the fight, his final game as a pro at Southampton, he said the biggest mistake they made um, was managers get into the mindset where they don't want to lose. And what they do is they sacrifice all the creativity yeah. and all the goal-scoring ability because they rely on their defence being good. And this is exactly what Middlesbrough have done. They know yeah. they've got a good defensive unit. And I talked to Karanka, who's in, I talked to Karanka, who's in charge for most of the season, and thought, our strength here is our defence, right? And what he's failed to realise is that you put your defensive unit under such pressure mm-hmm. because if they do concede, they can't score. No, they've got no one on the team that can score. Mm-hmm. They've got someone like Gaston Ramirez who, who's not consistent enough. They've got Negredo who essentially, to my mind, doesn't fancy it. Stuani's not, not consistent enough. So they, they just really struggle. And that's what's absolutely killed them all season. And that's why they'll go down. I think it is fair to say Negredo, though, for a lot of games, he didn't have much service. I mean, I saw them at the Emirates against Arsenal. He did, didn't get a sniff. They just, they, they just, he just couldn't really do much. Yeah, but that's very, what, very isolated. That's probably the way they've been set up. I mean, yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. so Emirates maybe it, it, well, I take the point and, and I take your point as well Mark because at the Emirates he's probably not going to get a sniff um, if, if you're playing like, Hull at home uh, or Burnley at home or whatever they should be they should be winning yeah. those games but that's I, what's going to be as you say though they're still, they're still set up to play in the same way and the Grado he's not had a, a great amount of service all season I, I think was, we, uh, we'd see more from him in a better team clearly I was mm. talking to Graham so last week and he said oh, are you stealing up. my uh, post shut up um <laughs> No, uh, actually, gave speaking, me a 50 quid tip. speaking on uh, speaking on the uh, uh, a team that have an incredible defence and just nothing up top. A guy called Yisrolik, I think, uh, DM me about Gattuso's uh, Pisa, the best defence in uh, City B really? in the league by far. Right. They've conceded only 29 goals, and the top four have conceded seven more, and they're still bottom of the league. It's incredible. That, wow, that what is a story. I've got. A go- I've got- if, did you check that? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> right, okay, he screenshotted the league for me. Right. Here's one I checked. Um, this is Staggy as well. Guess how many goals Monaco have scored in all competitions this season? Uh, is it over 100? It is. Yes, just guess. I, th- I think it's 103. 146. Yeah. <laughs> Plus 43. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Absolutely yeah, they're ridiculous. free score in Monaco. Only half of them were against Spurs. That was the other half against Man City. That Spurs <laughs> loss doesn't seem that bad now, does <laughs> it? They only, sco- they only lost two one. They're crazy. Absolutely crazy goals. <laughs> did, did you see what uh, Buffo said about? Is that um, more than Middlesbrough? In- <laughs> 146 goals. Did you see what Gigi Buffon said about uh, Mbappe? No. He said, uh, I was in a World Cup before he was even born. Yeah. <laughs> Buffon was in the World Cup before a lot of people were born. <laughs> well, actually, he went on, he said, uh, the other day I worked out that I managed to connect uh, practically three generations. I used to play with those born in the 1950s and 60s, and then I'll get up to play with uh, against those born after the year 2000. It's an enormous stretch of time, he says. Mm. And, and he's bigging yeah. himself up there as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Still yeah. go in. He just leaned back in his chair and went, have you ever considered this about my career? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Uh, Chelsea away next for the Borough. Yeah, so it's a tough one. Still got a chance. Um, <laughs> Burnley got a timely first away win of the season oh, at Palace. We said, we said we, they'd get one at some point. Yeah. So happy for them. For, for those fans as well, those travelling fans, mm. they, they really deserve that. They very much do, Jim. It all but secures their, their, their Premier League status, of course. So it's looking like, as it has done for a while, a, a straight shootout between Hull and Swansea. Both got points. Hull against Sunderland next, uh, and the Swans have Everton at home. So Hull... Two points above Swansea. I mean, next weekend is is, is a big chance for them. Mm. Um, but Swansea got a handy point. Old Trafford could have won it with yeah. Llorente oh, right no, at the end. That was heartbreaking, wasn't it? Because that what a chance! That could have been survival. It's such yeah. a big miss. Well, they'd have got a point above them, and that and that changes it all around. And Sully Hull are thinking, hang on a minute, yeah, there's no little cushion there. Um, but what a goal from Sigurdsson! Oh, it's perfect. That's absolutely perfect as a free kick. But the Herrera thing was strange, wasn't it? How he just ran onto the line, then ran back. Well, because you tell him to get well, yeah. Llorente. The trouble is, when you put someone on the line, you invite all the opposition forwards to mm. go right no, up on the goal. De Gea waved him back up. De Gea went, don't worry, I'm going to Real Madrid in the summer, I don't care. Yeah. Herrera, I th- well, Sigurdsson said that when he saw Herrera go back there, he was going to change what he was going to do, he was going to drill it as hard as he could at the keeper, yeah. because all the Swansea forwards mm. were going to pile in on there. And then De Gea waved him back up and he just curled it in. That's, that's what he does, he's a great free kick taker. Gilfie with a gorgeous one. Mm. There was a lot of interesting Ooh, things happening Gilfie. in that game. <laughs> there, was a lot of, there was a lot of interesting things happening in that game. The thing that fascinated me was... Um, 
the, the Wayne Rooney reaction to Luke Shaw's injury. Did you see this? No. So Luke Shaw, so Mourinho said after the games, I'm sure you all saw it, it mm. must have been a pretty serious injury. He wanted to come off after 10 minutes. Mm. Basically intimating that Luke Shaw's <laughs> got some sort of like um, problem with his like mental yeah. you know, toughness or whatever. And I think we've known that Mourinho maybe thinks that for a while. But when if you watch, watch it back, Luke Shaw went down, sat down on his, on the, basically just sat down, pointing at his leg. Yeah. And Rooney came over in his capacity as captain, said something to him. Luke Shaw said something back to him almost like he was an older brother. And mm. Wayne Rooney just sort of looked at him like disgusted just shook his head and just walked off well yeah it's, it's interesting very, isn't it very interesting and Mourinho recently said something about was it Smalling and, and uh, Phil Jones as and well. Jones mm. about this kind of well they, they, they should have been tough enough to play against Man City or should, or should have recovered from the news yeah. or something like that it's strange this that seems... for a manager to say things like that in the press yeah. um, it, it's quite odd yeah it's unheard of really isn't it but Chris Smalling has only just come out of a protective boot apparently so for, for him in particular that seems like you'd want to you know, manage your own rehabilitation it, with it, some caution But is he, is he not really leaving himself open for some really quite serious questions to be yeah. asked about uh, Mourinho about um, workplace bullying and stuff like that like, well, what, you, you are <laughs> <laughs> well you know we, do, we all talk about you know mental health Pizza. and how it's very important in 2017 have you, know, you ever I been bullied in the workplace? Frequently. In I this bully, one? In I this get one? Come on, let's get it all out now, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and your hands aren't clean, Speller. Well, not is, is not it, currently. Is the only reason you never became a pro footballer? Because you were bullied at your club. <laughs> <laughs> And you, also you, my legs. Are you like David David Santon? <laughs> <laughs> he might be coming back. That's, that's a route. What's word on? Really? Amazing. Because I thought with the short thing, he just—I mean, he had a really serious injury, as we all know. And what can can happen is the muscles take mm. a while to build back up again. You get strains, you get pulls, all that sort of stuff. But I, I just found that particularly fascinating. The, the other interesting thing about the game clearly was the um, was was Paul Clement's column, uh, comments oh, afterwards, yeah. which where he was obviously fuming. Oh um, man, yeah. He, he's, he, he said um, he was. I don't know if anyone if, if you all saw it, but he mm. said that um, Marcus Rashford deceived the referee. And then when he was like, pushed up on it by a journalist and said, oh, you, you want to stick with that? Do you think this, that and the other? And he said, look, I've said deceived. I'm sticking with deceived. He deceived the referee. <laughs> so I don't know if I'll get in trouble for that. Um, but that must have been so frustrating for, 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 for Swansea, clearly. Because to go, yeah. I mean, Man United, it's easy to forget this. Man United haven't lost in the league since October 23rd. Yeah. It's the longest run of a team um, who, well, basically, any team who's gone to run that long has, has won the Premier League. There's, yeah. there's no precedent for a team it, going unbeaten that long. It is quite easy to get upon Old Trafford. Though. Yeah. Well, that's the weird thing about <laughs> yeah. it. It's like a weird juxtaposition. <laughs> actually, isn't it? like what you said it earlier, sort of without really actually making reference to it. You said about Spurs plan Man United. You said, "Oh, but they're at White Hart Lane," as if they, as if that is a harder proposition to play them at home. <laughs> it sort of does. Um, and it, also, we didn't we remember that Rafael Ingerson won, uh, won his uh, Icelandic yeah. bet of the week. Two hundred fifty pounds. Yes. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. He, he, he picked. Uh, Sigurdsson to score at any time in uh, Old Trafford and that's the third game in a row he scored against Old, uh, Old Trafford isn't it? it? It is easy to get a point at Old Trafford <laughs> sure um, uh, but uh, Swansea played with a bit of purpose and they'll take heart from that um, but well, they, it, they've got Everton at home next haven't they? Yeah right indeed mm, so right. it's going to be a tricky one We touched on those Man United injuries earlier as well like even like I think Timothy um, Fosu Mensah is, is injured so they, they are they're they short, struggle they're short to put a back line together They are short of people so, but isn't that going to sort of damage their, their Champions League bid on both fronts really? Of course it could, it could be a disaster for them at this point could be a back two. We've seen a lot of back threes, Jim. It's about time someone up the ante. We're going to yeah. talk about the championship after this. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. 
If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. While you're sitting at work punching them numbers into them boxes, why not head on over to the footballramble.com and have a gander? You'll find more highlights than a night at Crystal's. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Do not forget the preview show sponsored by Bet365 out this Friday. And of course, our man from Iceland, still in the chair. He is in the chair. We need Damn to hear, right. hear from him again. Um, people sometimes forget and have to nudge him, but you're still in the hot seat, Haraf, and you need to get back in touch. That's a, it was a lovely bet, that, wasn't it? Sigurdsson to score at any time. We've got so many tweets from the winner. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. A, it was a very gifable kind of moment as well. Yeah. It was a very gilfable <laughs> moment. Yeah. Uh, in, indeed. It, more of that kind of banter at the Hackney Empire Live Show, of course. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm not allowing that. On the <laughs> how, much, how much banter will there be <laughs> oh, out of ten? Uh, it, it will be just banter. <laughs> yeah. Is, is Your what? banter. <laughs> Yeah, tickets still available Saturday 27th of May do come along it's going to be a multimedia extravaganza yeah it will some be some of the plans we've got and some of dare I say chaps I know this is off I'm going off piece no here. don't give it away some of the special guests we've got are mind blowing yeah, yeah. and yeah. I've ordered a lot of chicken breasts may or, <laughs> may, they may or may I not be see. members of Pete Donaldson's family that's true <laughs> yeah. and, and if, you, Pete, if you think Pete sometimes treats my gags with disdain he gets physical with me on the live show <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! Um, uh, to the championship, uh, oh, a wonderful win for Birmingham and Redknapp. Yeah, and uh, to be Huge. honest, it's a great win. I mean, they went down to ten men very early on against Huddersfield. Okay, no. Huddersfield made a lot of changes. They don't seem to think that where you finish in the top six can actually have a. It, it, it <laughs> makes a difference who you play in the semi final. But they also missed a penalty after eight minutes. Right, yeah. Game. So to pick themselves up mm. from you know obviously. Haven't won a game. I think uh, you know they've only won two games in their last eight seasons, according to Redknapp. Um, man sent off, penalty miss. You, you could get a bit down in the dumps. Yeah, yeah. But Redknapp motivated them. He did. And um, if that's the, not the worst quarter of a minute, I don't know what is. The absolute dictionary definition <laughs> of a terrible manager. Uh, step forward, Tony Mowbray. <laughs> well, I'm not happy with the amount of changes I was for, mate. Don't worry about that, mate. Yeah. <laughs> worry about yourself. Yeah. There's a load of players you should be worried about. They're in your squad, Tony. If yeah. you go down after 46 games, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's nothing to yeah. do with the changes. You could have changed things at any it's, point. It's nothing to do with what a team who have qualified for the playoffs on merit, by the way. Yeah. It's a point system. To be fair, he, he did take over from the Lancashire Sinatra early this season. Oh, he, true he hasn't enough. been there the whole season. True but I, do, I do take the point. Appreciate yeah. what you're saying. Nick. It's between Blackburn and Forest now, isn't it? It's um, pretty much is. I mean, well, yeah, Burn. Birmingham have got two point cushion um, Forest have got better goal one goal better goal difference than Blackburn I think right, I mean okay. Forest I mean, it's realistically Mark it's going to be Forest or Blackburn going down to the third tier. that is big I mean for a t- I mean, I yeah. don't know as much about Blackburn for, for, and clearly they're a big side and a, a, a big club Forest are a massive club yeah. for them to go into the third tier again would be just disgraceful I mean, for, but disgraceful. Forest haven't been in the top tier for a while though, no but, and they've been mis- they've been mismanaged off the field as, is, as, yeah. as a lot of clubs uh, now, well, which is yeah, depressing yeah. but uh, it would be very very sad when, when one of those teams go but amazing Burton Albion survived it's brilliant isn't it yeah. they've stayed up what a, I mean what, they've just the last few years for that club have been quite something really, yeah they have they? absolutely um, but, but of course at the top of the league Brian lost Newcastle won the title's still on Donaldson do you want it or you're not bothered <laughs> that's crazy isn't it yeah. they play Barnsley aren't they Barnsley are terrible yeah, well, mid table rubbish they're, they're not terrible <laughs> they can't win at the moment they're, they're mid table purgatory draws are fine yeah uh, Bright- Brighton have got Villa though to be fair and they're not, not great uh, well, checks, so. and that leads me on neatly because are we going to see a little uh, Brucey bonus? Oh yeah, because Steve Bruce, that, yeah. new, I mean Geordie boy Steve Bruce, ex Sunderland manager. <laughs> is he going to remember his roots? Friend of BR, or is he going to remember his CV? Because <laughs> 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 Steve Bruce stands in the way of Newcastle United winning the league. Yeah, it's a weird one, that, isn't it? Narrative Why, again, it? narrative yeah. man. Weird. <laughs> Christian Atsu's free kick was all right, wasn't it, Peter? I, I thought it was beautiful. There's been a few times uh, where we've actually seen training ground stuff come off on the field, and oh, that's nice to see that they're actually we, doing. Chelsea stuff. nearly had one, didn't? It? Was it yeah. Chelsea? Yeah, the, the corner. Yeah, yeah was nice one. that was nice, wasn't it? Pete, would it genuinely does it matter to you to win win the league or not? <laughs> I think it would be nice to win the league because Newcastle did lead it for a, a long stretch yeah, okay. so I think it is important but you've already won that league before so you haven't been yeah, second exactly. for a while so. <laughs> put the replica next to yeah. the other one yeah. Yeah. Oh no. You, yeah. You, yeah. I'm bloody, I'm bloody looking forward to Newcastle being back in the Premier yeah. League. Oh, yeah. I think we are more than Pete yeah. <laughs> because we know. Of course. Yeah. We're, we're looking to seeing them because, be silly on a bigger stage. Joy will get off his misery <laughs> because it'll be great. It will fuel us. And it also, will sustain us. When, when Benitez has a fallout with Ashley, he finally walks. <laughs> and there's going to be all sorts of talk. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, we might speculate who may take over. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, the, the shortlist will be like Lee Clark. Yeah. <laughs> Keggy, Keggy, of course. No, those two people will be too popular. Think, think stupider. <laughs> no, yeah. no, I think, I think... Pardew's looking for a job. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, actually, that contract's not up. Maybe he could just walk straight back Pardew into it. Yeah. come back. Um, or is it... I know he's at Villa, but is it time Steve Bruce gets a job? <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. I think it's you want there. to stick with Rafa, don't you? Well, of course I want to stick with Rafa, for crying out loud. <laughs> he's, <good. laughs> he's actually look, look, good. Right. No... I mean, if Rod, Hull, if, if Rod Hull's emu is in the seat <laughs> and he'd just gotten us up, I would sort of say, well, you know, better the devil you, do, you know, yeah. innit, really? Yeah. And then, better the devil you don't know. Yeah. I think, would they, are they, is he happy with Rafa? Is there a manager anywhere near as good as Benitez that would, that would get that job? Well, we no. talked about Rod Hull's emu, let's hear more from Pete. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. That's the thing, though. Ashley's in a, in a tricky, well, not a tricky situation. He's in a funny situation now because Rafa Benitez is clearly the best manager Newcastle could get. He's, yeah, 100%. Right, yeah, yeah. Head and shoulders, the, the best manager Newcastle could get. And that's why Rafa, I thought, was quite clever. He said, well, if we, if we get backed. But Ashley says, I'll only sell the club, we win a trophy or finish in the top four. Now, whether he still believes that or not, I mean, as I say, as a mm. businessman, he's got to have a plan B or a yeah. C at least, right? So, so what does he do then? Because if Ashley does say, well, I'm not going to back him, how long are you going to keep this club? Do you really want to sell it? What, what are, you, are you getting the kickoff being incredibly unpopular in a huge city like Newcastle? What? What's going on, Pete? It's not like there are channels. Two words for your Sports Direct. Don't worry about those big old advertising holdings. Sports Direct. Well, if, you're new oh, right. if you're a new listener to the show, you can expect a lot more of that next season. Yeah. <laughs> and at the live show. But yeah. I just like the fact that uh, both Rafa and uh, Mike Ashley are both conducting their business uh, in the press, effectively. Yeah. Mike Ashley's busy saying, oh, the, mon- the, the cupboards are bare, there's no money left. And uh, Rafa's gone, well, if I don't get any money, I'm out of there. Mm. So it's, Rafa's it's all very cupboards, mate. Yeah. Rafa's and Rafa's only going to win the popularity contest. Rafa, he's yeah, he's, he's got the cards. Rafa's yeah. I'll put in those covers. They're full of sausage rolls. Yeah. <laughs> There's some money at the back, I'm sure. What, what I would say is that Rafa does like to spend a bit of money. I mean, like, this was 75 uh, players, I Peter, think. Rafa Benitez has managed Real Madrid, won the Champions League, and he's won the Liga. Okay? He bought, he Let bought, him spend he some money. Six left backs at Liverpool. Pete, how, six. How, how won the Champions you, League. You're criticising his transfer policy already. <laughs> Might not even be around I'm to do it. I'm just saying that he's not the manager that Mike Ashley tr- needs. To be fair, to be fair, he's his not tem- the manager no, Mike Ashley needs. Yeah, because with his temperament, he never spends any bloody money. So, to, to be fair, you're criticising Rafa Benitez's transfer <laughs> policy. I mean, you guys know his transfer policy has been airtight over the years. <laughs> <laughs> it's been some of the finest comedy the UK's ever produced. Yeah. <laughs> Pete, Pete, just to put it in perspective, just calm it all down. Would you accept a club like Newcastle, the size of Newcastle, Maybe doing perhaps what Rafa Benitez did at Valencia, winning the league and the Europa League, <laughs> as well as their new UEFA Cup in the same season. Yeah. Would that be a successful season for you? It'll then be up shut there, wouldn't it? Fucking mouth. <laughs> they haven't done it yet, Luke. Yeah, oi, oi, they, do you know what? Right, if, if Newcastle won a trophy, right, I, tough, I know, but come on, right. The scenes of Newcastle, it'd be a double celebration because you won a trophy. And he's going to sell. People yeah. wouldn't work for weeks. Like, Ashley wouldn't do that. that. Do you know if they the won piss. the Europa League, Ashley would go Champions League. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we win the Champions League. People wouldn't work for weeks. I'm tempted to say something there, but I'm not going to. It's actually one of the better cities in the north, so... Well done. For... I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, Leeds United have buggered it up. Oh, <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> well, it's not unbelievable. It's the most predictable thing in the world, but just come on, Leeds. Yeah, I mean... It, we all want you to do it now. Seventh. Yeah. Oh, so, God, they, they not even six. I imagine Massimo Cellino will be confident of the 13 goal swing needed for the sixth place finish this season. Um, but I get the feeling, even though he's done a, sold a 50% stake to someone else, I get the feeling Gary Monk might be looking for a job this summer. Mm. It's a shame because Monk's done okay. I know that it has gone downhill, but. Like, like even if if they'd have finished sixth, I think some of the Leeds fans, even going into the playoffs, had they finished sixth would have thought ah, do you know what we, we could have done a bit better there yeah seventh yeah. well they still came from 3-0 down as well against Norwich that's the, the heartbreaking uh, thing Chris Wood has had a, what a season he's had for them he's got 28 goals still 25 years old they need, desperately need to hang on to him well, if they're yeah, going to they maintain a he's push from, next uh, year he's from New Zealand as well he is, mm. he is yeah, yeah. don't find many of them around but Fulham and Sheffield Wednesday did the, with the old momentums yeah well Leeds United aren't, aren't, you can't make an argument Leeds United are one of the three best teams in the, in the, in the Championship no. anyway yeah but Huddersfield I mean they've sort of started to well, drop so a he, bit as so well we, so we mentioned a, a little bit ago before we went down the silly lane with Newcastle 
Um, was he? He was resting players presumably for the playoffs. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're, they're in the playoffs. The play- yeah, I know, but the playoffs aren't for like a couple of weeks, like two and a half weeks or something. Yeah, well, get on the beach. Yeah, while you can. Crazy. It's a long Crazy. old season. The chat. Strange the, thing to do. The, I can see what I'm thinking about. That. I can see why Mowbray's a bit annoyed about that. <laughs> <laughs> the championship is such a slog, though, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. So, okay. so to be fair, all joking aside, Newcastle's done bloody well to go straight all, all, back up. All those divisions Very are hard. slog. All those divisions are all yeah. over the country. But the championship, though, going down from the Premier League, it, it is a bigger gulf mm. and whatnot, and it's such a slog. slog so, you know, well done to those those magpies, eh? Mm. And they've bought well. They have bought very well. Um, League One, Bolton have returned to the championship for the first time of asking. Talking about sides uh, going straight back up, which is which is good to see. And it, uh, probably... Phil, Phil Parkinson, he's that's his third or fourth promotion, I think. Right, yeah. He's gone up more times than Bez, mate. The, th- <laughs> 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 the, the thing, the thing that um, the thing that struck me about League One is Sheffield United hit a hundred points. Mm. Amazing achievement yeah. by uh, Chris Wilder and, and, and the Blades. Um, Wilder looks like an excellent manager. He was fantastic at Northampton Town. Yeah. They absolutely blitzed League 2 when mm. he was manager there. They got they got um, a fair few points then too. So clearly a manager to keep an eye on. And Sheffield United, another big club who, who perhaps should, well, obviously should be doing a lot better. But do you not think, though, it's something that um, uh, Professor Chris Brady yeah. said in that. And by the way, an excellent interview Luke you did with him, blowing uh, smoke up your bot bot for a minute. But yeah. it was, it was a fantastic interview on um, th- this month's. Um, a cast special, but he said something about um, Paul Tis- Tisdale. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he said that um, you know, managers often at that level in in the Championship, or certainly in League One in England, you know, they like to have uh, their say over everything. Yeah. Essentially, just run the whole shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're well, absolutely. Yeah, like Tisdale definitely likes to have a sound clothing. Right, and 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 they like to run the whole show. And uh, uh, you know, the further up you go, it's it's becoming slightly less and less purely because you're just overstretched but yeah. clubs well, are it's, it's, it, at the very top level it's impossible to do yeah you have to delegate and all the rest yeah. of it and so sometimes when you talk about these managers say like Chris Wilde who's, who's very good and so on sometimes they prefer to stay at a slightly lower level um, because yeah. they, they have the whole say in the football You wouldn't say. tell the boss that, though, would you? You certainly wouldn't. To be wouldn't. honest, I don't think we need to get promoted anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like the, uh, the uh, Sutton United manager. Oh, well, that's we're, right. we're happy where yeah, we are. Yeah. We're, we're, <laughs> we are we're, we're an amateur club, that's fine. Yeah, indeed, yeah. Um, in League 2, uh, Late Norrin, they um, they lost 3-1 at home to Colchester United. Obviously, uh, Late Norrin were relegated um, the weekend before last. Strange scenes, the match it was abandoned, and then it wasn't. Yeah, yeah in, in all seriousness, that was about as depressing as I've ever seen an incident in football. Yeah, yeah. I mean, essentially, yeah. for those who didn't see it, the game was, um, they, they essentially, I don't, I, I, don't know, I don't know if they did this on purpose, the, the, the PA, the, the announcer and, and the management at, uh, at Leighton Orient. They, the fans invaded the pitch and stopped the game five minutes from the end. They'd mm. already been relegated, they'd already lost the game essentially, it was 3-1 um, to, to Colchester at the time. They told the fans that the game had been abandoned, so they would leave the pitch and go home. They clearly knew this was going to happen, because yeah, it was yeah, the last home game. When and I then they played mm. the last five minutes with no fans, mm. and Colchester United, I don't know why they did this. They just knocked the ball around. They just, they yeah. just gave it to Leighton yeah. Orient and let them pass it around. So essentially, it was almost like um, an impression of a football match, a professional yeah. football match. It was match. so weird. Like It was so eerie, wasn't it? It was yeah. utterly, I mean, utterly depressing. Yeah. Colchester yeah. trying to score would have been worse, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> it, was, it, was quite, it, it, was, it was depressing for a number of reasons, one of which that Colchester were put in that position, yeah. um, and, so, and so were Leighton Orient, the players who are now going to, don't know what's going to happen to their futures, plus all the people who work in the club, the staff and all that stuff, they're all suffering, no one ever talks about them. That club has been run into the ground by yeah. some very unsavoury characters, and once again, I mean, it's not the first time it's happened, I'm Te- fed up of talking about it on this yeah, show. We've been doing this show for ten years now. Yeah. It's been the same ever since. The amount of clubs who've gone through this, not quite to the level of late in Orient, but have been run into the ground. The FA are completely powerless, completely toothless. Not anything about it. 112 years in the league. They've gone. Yeah. They've had five managers in the last season. That, that club. And and the annoying thing is, you know, for a fact, the league will not do a thing about it. Now they've dropped out of the league. Yeah, they were yeah. waiting yeah, for them to get relegated because that's not so a problem. Got, like, a not a problem. Yeah. And the EFL have, have supported um, the suspension of ticket sales to late in Orient fans. For the last uh, league game, which I think is at Blackpool, which is just it's just yeah, blame, blame the fans. So it's just yeah. kind of like blame the fans. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's utter bollocks. But it's just yeah. another case of like asset stripping in football, where there's barely any bloody assets to. Well, uh, well, the, yeah. I mean, strip, you know, Francesco. Bich- um, Bacchetti, Bacchetti. Yeah. Uh, he's been there three years uh, seen them relegated twice took over the club when they narrowly missed out on promotion to the championship Yeah, and now yeah. as you say 112 years I mean when when that club joined the football league Gigi Buffon was just starting <laughs> yeah. I know, it was incredible um, but it, all joking aside it, it, I just yep. you feel so sorry for, for a club like that with a, with a bit of respectable history and indeed absolutely it's, it's, heart goes out to them I mean I was at Charlton the last game of last season yeah. exactly the same thing's happening there huh. it was, it was, the game wasn't abandoned but it was chaos absolute chaos 
Like, yeah. They kept having to stop the game because people invading the pitch, yeah. things being chucked on the pitch. It's, it's, it is a regular occurrence now but for teams in the Football League. But I is love that how the fans are blamed, though. I know, yeah. The fans are blamed for getting angry at a, yeah. an utterly mm. diabolical when situation. When there's nothing else they can do to register their dis- displeasure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Mm. Um, but let's cheer ourselves up with some highlights of the weekend, but Luke. Good idea. Do you know Monaco's got 140 <laughs> goals? <laughs> <laughs> now, there's um, a club. Do they struggle for money? No, they don't. Yeah, okay. I don't, no. Um, th- th- I'll start with this one from Daniel Barrett. This is very, very enjoyable. It's a bit of a long one, but stick with me. It says, My highlight was delivered by two Forest supporters groups this week the London Trickies, uh, Tricky Trees, mm-hmm. as Forest call themselves, yeah. and Forza <laughs> Garibaldi. Um, who de- I don't know about that one. Who decided to make the last away game of the season Colin Barrett Day for no reason at all other than the, f- the fact that they knew he was going to the game. This meant my dad, who's not a very, not a very famous 70s ex-Forest player, Colin Barrett, mm. was trending on Twitter, having no idea what Twitter or trending is, and saw ban- uh, fans with banners with his name on at the game and led an orchestra of Forest fans singing a song about him scoring against Liverpool in the European Cup from, uh, on top of a table in a pub garden. Incredible memories <laughs> for him and a, and a proud son, and apparently something that will be repeated every year on the last away game. Uh. Looking forward to a League One Colin Barrett day next season. <laughs> so Colin Barrett, is, uh, he, he, he joined Brian Clough's Nottingham Forest in the mid-70s. Mm in England's uh, second tier according to his Wikipedia page I had to, I had to look him up um, and, he, and, and he won a Football League title in 78 um, and, and in 79 and uh, he played in the European Cup as well scored against Liverpool which is the song they refer mm. to there he made 94 senior appearances for them I, I would like to know from Daniel his son has his dad heard a, just a minute of the football ramble? If so, he's probably the best player to ever heard the show. Yeah, so that right, would be okay. that would be yeah. interesting. Mm. A guy yeah, who definitely. scored goals in the yep. one league titles and scored a goal in the European Cup <laughs> definitely, definitely would be the guy who's who's uh, who's listened to the show at the highest level. Yeah. Anyway, unless someone else has out there. Yeah, exactly. Get in Frank touch. Lampard, I'm looking yeah. at you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thanks for that, Daniel. Uh, Chris Williams, as an Arsenal fan, the only highlight on the weekend of grim darkness was the Spurs fan who presumably got kicked out the North London derby at nil nil when he decided to sprint down the stairs and scream at. Mesut Ozil about the perfectly legal placement of the corner ball uh, before getting mobbed by stewards <laughs> um, that, if only that wasn't the most memorable Ozil moment yesterday <laughs> I saw that it was funny it yeah. was funny um, uh, Sean Carlton my highlight was Carlo Ancelotti winning the Bundesliga with Bayern making him the first manager to win the title in the top five leagues in Europe mm. he never won the league with Real Madrid but won the Copa del Rey and the Champions League nevertheless so I guess that sort of counts a true gentleman and a legend of the game definitely mm. worth mentioning Sean thanks for that you've been reading um, his book haven't you I have actually yes yeah, definitely well worth it did he win the league in that book no I, <laughs> I don't understand the question um, what have we got here got to be the most the amazing news that um, Pompey are having an open top bus parade to celebrate finishing most likely third in League 2 that's from Gary Bailey we might finish top yet Gary two points off one game left would so. you be happy with an open bus tour we, finishing third I, I won't go whatever happens oh, no. make it the best of me <laughs> let, let people enjoy themselves okay. that's what I would say uh, and I'll finish this one off with this one from, um, from Pranav who says the most eligible bachelor in football Marcus Speller getting hitched <laughs> that was the highlight of his weekend it was apparently and yeah. he wasn't there unless um, he was no he might have been um, yeah so congratulations again Marcus yes. as they say another good man gone yeah <laughs> hearts breaking all over the world here in that news today that was the highlight of my weekend yeah, I bet it was yeah <laughs> I hope so it says here mm. no it was it was wonderful uh, any highlights gentlemen uh, I've got a couple of like eerie law lights because uh, okay. I'm me yeah um, two, the two my wedding the two <laughs> <laughs> do you what, love me Peter you, you leave love me, me all along <laughs> I was stood outside with cards saying, please leave her. When they, please leave her. When they, when they said a bit, does anyone know of any lawful impediment why these people can't be married? I had to wrestle pictures. I, was, yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. I yeah. didn't yeah. know what those two words meant. <laughs> <laughs> I was crying all the way through that bloody thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, your uh, minister was very young. Um, He's 32. He looks so young. Well, yeah, well he done, he's 32. <laughs> he said, I'm on my third child. I went, did you mean Pokemon? He's so young. Get um, to the point, Dawson. The two Venezuelan teams uh, that kicked off, they didn't move for a minute. They kicked off and then they just stayed still. Why? And didn't kick it because Venezuela's gone to the oh, dog. Oh, because the, okay, the protest. Right, okay. uh, so I don't know whether they were protesting the protest or just the general situation, but they didn't. They kicked off and both teams just stopped were for a minute. Fans, mm. Were there fans in the Yeah, yeah, the fans okay. were the, and they just stopped for a minute oh. and then they started playing football. That, that at, is at, at a real intensity as well. It was yeah. really strange. That is eerie. Again, eerie things. And uh, Sully Montari got booked for reporting racist oh. abuse at Cagliari, which is yeah, just amazing. amazing. Did he? Did he? Did he walk off? No. No. What he, did, he, he told. He, he told off. The, he gave at the end of the. Yeah, was sorry, it, sorry, it was a young kid. He, wasn't it? it was a kid who was abusing him, and he went over to the kid, gave him his shirt, and basically told him, "You can't behave like this. You need to. You need to be be a better person than mm. this." And he was then. He was. He was well, it wasn't. It wasn't so much the booking. Um, 
that I was sort of annoyed at because to be fair the referee doesn't know what's gone on and he has gone over and, and, and just given his shirt and if the referee does nothing no sorry no that was after he'd walked off he uh, he was booked for complaining about the racism saying the referee needed to do something about it yeah, oh, the, so the, the referee booked him for dissent but it was his manager didn't his manager say he was disappointed in Montoya? Yeah, his manager... that, that happens a lot, though, doesn't but it? He, like, he, like, you also, know, we... he also sort of supported him at the same time. He, sort of, he? he, he said, this needs to stop, it's, it's ridiculous, but Sonny can't walk off the pitch. So, you know. Okay, you know it's just a, it's all it's a big all a shame. shame. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Two, li- two low lights from you, Donaldson. Aren't yeah, you happy two, yourself? Low lights. <laughs> low lights after we spoke about Marcus's wedding. <laughs> yeah. like, what should be maybe the, the most joyous thing the, we've spoken the about The Paul's Park was nice. The Paul Park at Marcus's wedding was lovely, yes. Did you like the bishop's finger? Was that the booze that was I, yeah, I don't, was, I don't yeah. do. I just drink lager. Yeah, because yeah. I'm a child. There we are. Yeah. Um, any more? For any more? Are we good? That's it. Wonderful stuff. I, um, think, I think that should get us up to the hour. <laughs> <laughs> News. <laughs> oh. Oh, the time is now ten past ten. You've got to give them the hour. You have to give. What, listen, whatever they complain about. You give them the hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should probably say, do do get tickets to the live show. You do come along, it'll be fun. It's, it's, it's going to be good. Saturday 27th of May, hit, uh, hit up our social media feeds yeah. for that, or go to the Hackney Empire website, yeah. and there are still some tickets available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get drunk! Join Pe- me. Pete will almost certainly get drunk, and almost certainly remove some of his clothes. That's yes. right, that is right. Uh, and of course it will be, uh, it will come on stage after the FA Cup final, so plenty of time to, to watch all that. That'll be our little, little job. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Wow. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Peter. You're the scat man. And it's goodbye from... <laughs> sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusion Supply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.